Welcome to Four Sisters by Sisters. This podcast was created to support sisterhood and female friendships. Catch new episodes the fourth Wednesday of each month at 4 p.m. So, hey, everyone. Welcome to Four Sisters by Sisters. I'm Sheree. And I'm Katrinka. And we're here to address your friendship joys and challenges. Through this podcast, we really hope to um, share some sound insight from personal experiences and your experiences, and hopefully we can navigate um, the different type of friendships and relationships that we have together. Hey, Sheree. Hey, Katrinka. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Coming off of that journey from last month. Excellent. Yes, I love talking about travel. Me too. And you know, honestly, after that that uh podcast, we I took a few trips. So, um they one was a group trip and <laughs> how did that go? <laughs> <laughs> it went better than I anticipated. Awesome. I wasn't I wasn't sure because it was a new group of people I hadn't really traveled with and really didn't even know that well met through COVID. And so I wasn't sure of how it was going to go. Um, the person I roomed with, um, I'm not used to rooming with people that I don't know, but we met up ahead of time and got to know each other a little bit. Look and, at that. Uh, and how'd I, that go? It worked out really, really well. Actually, we, we ended up being very good, uh, compatible roomies. We drove up together, roomed together, and drove back down together. Perfect. Yeah, it was good. So, so this um month we wanted to focus on friendships in the workplace yes and and you know I think that there's different levels of friendship in the workplace there's that person that you know you just say good morning like that's the person that you always see in the coffee room in the morning good morning how are your kids and you know it doesn't go beyond that right and then there's people that, you know, you go to lunch with every day. Y'all are definitely, where are we going to lunch today, girl? Or did you bring something in? Or <laughs> <laughs> did you cook that, that good meal that you usually cook? Can we share that right. person? Right. And then there's also some friends that, you know, you end up becoming kind of like forming like a sisterhood outside of work. You know, you go places together on the weekends or... Yep. You know, and uh, evenings are hard, but, you know, you, you basically have a relationship beyond um, the workplace. Absolutely. And I can say two of the women that I travel with frequently, I met through work. Oh, cool. And these are my girls. Um, one, you know, had a baby not too long ago, love her to death. And the other one is engaged. And so we have definitely, we are more like family. Mm-hmm. than than anything and those um those are my girls like love them to death and never would have thought in a million years that I would have found long lasting friendships at work like that and i can think of a few individuals who i've met along the way where my work day would have been boring as boring as heck if it were not mm-hmm. for them just mm-hmm. you know making the day great making the day brighter and you know, with words of wisdom or jokes or, you know, whatever the case may be. And hopefully I've been that for, for some of my previous coworkers as well. Cause yeah, you have to have a little bit of fun. You're in this place (laughs) for, you know, eight, nine hours on end. 
And these are the people you see every day. So you got to bring a little joy into the office. Man, I tell people you spend more time at work than you do at home with your families. You know, That's by right. the time you get home, your family got three hours out, out the night. <laughs> right. Exactly. I know my, my last uh, my last job before I moved to California, me and uh, my coworker, and actually we're still friends till this day. Um, love her to death. But mm-hmm. we just clicked. Honestly, uh, man, we were cutting up in there. And I had never, <laughs> honestly, in HR, <laughs> mm-hmm. I had never cut up so much. But she was just, I mean, I don't know. I think we just clicked in that way. You know what I mean? It's like right. uh, when we would be recruiting, uh, every time we we hired somebody, we had a bail. I, I didn't bought a bail into the um into the workplace. So every time we recruited, we rung a bell. <laughs> that is or, too cute. I love that. Yeah, we was we were we were we would, you know, do our little dances and stuff. Um uh, it was it was just uh it was fun. We, and I think we both were cowboy fans. So mm-hmm. yeah, we had um we had a ball in the workplace. So uh that was the most I cut up, but um I don't think I cut up any I, I don't think I let loose anywhere else like I let loose with her (laughs) so if you're listening if you're listening you know who you are (laughs) she follows us so oh cool well thank you for following us and for your support we appreciate you yeah so let's talk about a little bit about friendships in the workplace you know honestly there are you know of course you have that fun stuff that you do together but I think there's also some um some challenging dynamics and, you know, what if your friends in the workplace and they're not pulling their weight, right? And mm. how do you, how do you deal with those situations without harming the friendship? Now, to me, a true friend, you know, would, would accept <laughs> some feedback or, or something about, you know, you saying that, hey, girl, you really not pulling your weight. But I think as friends, we don't want to say anything because, you know, they're your friends. Um, and I think that that can cause a level of frustration. Mm-hmm. It depends on the rapport that you have with that person. Is this a friendship where, okay, if you do venture outside of the office together, you can pull her aside and say, hey, girl, now I've noticed some things in the office and come to her in a way like, is everything okay? Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. there anything going on that, you know, you want to talk or share about, um, you know, is everything okay at home? Is there anything that I need to know? So you can come to them on that level. Or if it's more of a surface, like hi and bye, or, you know, going to lunch every now and again, you might have to approach it a bit differently. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe still go to them and say, hey, you know, just checking on you, making sure everything's okay. And they may not want to share or divulge. But mm-hmm. I think you the situation carefully, hopefully without ruffling any feathers or um, causing too much concern or alarm. So if your sense. friend is that person that takes that extra half an hour of lunch every Friday uh, on the nose, mm. and you're saying that you can pull them to the side and say, Hey, is something wrong at home? Or are you pulling them to the side and say, Hey girl, now you can't be doing this every Friday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if it's, if you have that rapport with them, like, 
okay, girl, now I know if I'm noticing you taking a half hour of lunch, you know, extra half hour every day, the boss or somebody else is going to notice. So that's a good approach. Yeah. I would just recommend, you know, just kind of like taking it easy and doing it every once in a while because I'm noticing it. So others may notice it, notice it as well. That's a really good approach because I don't think that a lot of people do that. They end Mm -hmm. up, they'll, they'll go and talk to their, talk to other people in the office about their friend that's taking long lunches or coming in late every day versus going to that person. And I just know it from an HR standpoint because they're in my office (laughs) saying, Mm. hey, such and such always coming in late. And I'm like, well, dang, do you want to say something to her? Like, hey, girl, why are you late every day? But they don't do it. They, they come. I'm telling you, they'll they'll be in my they in my office telling me snitching, <laughs> dry snitching at that. Ain't that something? They do it. They do it. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like your approach. Is like you know you can go to that person and say, hey, look, if I'm seeing it, I know other people are seeing. It. Now, mm-hmm. if you go to them and you tell them and they say, I don't care, then okay, then they on it. That exactly, know. they're all the way on their own. There's nothing you can do about it, and you just keep it moving and let them get caught. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the the situation in which, um, say, if you know someone needs some training, or it's uh, whether it's uh, communications or how you communicate with people, or a, a skill that they are just lacking that really causes um, a disruption of the workflow like how do you how do you deal with that oh see and that is a tough one that is definitely a tough one i would leave it up to their supervisor because honestly a lot of people do not like being told or so unsolicited advice from their peers i know a lot of people that would rather not so in that case, I would probably leave it up to the supervisor to address it because I'm not getting in, involved in someone's performance. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, like at all. Friend, no friend. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just wondering because I know from, like I said, from an HR standpoint, mm-hmm. like I know people will need certain things, you know, like yes. for me, I mean, I'm coming from, I'm, I'm HR, right? So I can clearly recommend, hey, we have this, you know, uh, soft skills training class that, you mm-hmm. know, I think you'd be great at, or, you know, you might want to get better at Excel, you know, but, um, you know, I, I guess you're right. That's coming from HR. So I have a certain level, I get a certain level of reverence, you know, when it's coming from me, but right. even, even when it's a friend and it's coming from me, right? Mm-hmm. So. I don't know how to deal with because I, you know, me, I'm really big on making people successful in the workplace and whatever Absolutely. it takes to do it, you know? And yes. so I would prefer someone, you know, be aware, be made aware of something that they're doing that's holding them back. Yes. Um, and then, you know, giving them an opportunity to change it versus, you know, how some supervisors do. They hold it all in until review time and be until like, reveal. Bam. <laughs> Bam, bad review. Bam, no raise. Right. <laughs> Damn, terrible. like you could have gave me a chance to 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 get it right. Yes, that is the worst way to do it. Like that. Please, supervisors out there, if you're listening, please do not wait till someone's 
review end of year, mid year to tell them all the things that you're doing wrong and have it come as a surprise. Exactly. Because clearly, you know, nothing has been said during that whole entire time. But I digress. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was going to say, think, would, would you want someone doing that to you? Like, that is like my biggest pet peeve. Give me a mm-hmm. chance to fix it. I, I firmly believe that nobody wakes up in the morning and say, let me go to work and screw up today. And screw you know? up. Exactly. <laughs> right? So exactly. give them a chance. Let them know what they're doing wrong and, and give them a chance to fix it. Now, if they're aware and they don't fix it, that's a whole different story, but it's at least them. give them the chance, you know. Yes. But as we're talking about supervisors, I think that that's a little tricky situation too in the workplace. It's like when you're a supervisor and, um, you know, you're friends with someone who's not, you know, in a management level, you know, or mm. level. Um, yes. Yeah, that's a little bit tough, especially if you were here and then you get you're promoted. Here. Yes. Right. It becomes very, very tricky at that point because, you know, there's certain things that you, I mean, you have to tell the company not line on something to keep your job, but, you know, um, you still want to have that relationship, but then management is in your ear. Well, you know, you're going to have to be careful. So, you know, you're, you're in a catch 22 when you're in that supervisory role. Absolutely. And and going back to the recommendation for training and and um, improvement, I would say that it's all in your delivery. So maybe there is an opportunity for you to talk to this person and make some recommendations, but it has to. It, perception is everything, so it has to come from a place of I'm coming to you as a friend for your betterment, for, you know, your improvement. So take this in the manner in which it's given. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, a lot of people may get defensive and say, well, you know, you're not my supervisor or, you know, you can't tell me whatever, but it, it depends on, I would say the delivery and also who it's coming from. So once again, if you have that rapport with, with a pair who became a friend at work, then more power to you. You know, sometimes I'll be like, let me, um, let me show you a shortcut or, Hey, uh, let me look at what you're doing. Oh, let me, Oh, did you try doing it this way? Like I'll do it more as an inquisitive way just mm-hmm. to kind of see like, Oh, let me see what you're doing. Or, um, did you need help with that? Or, Oh, I found this easier way to do this. Uh, let me show you kind of thing. Or nice. Even when I go overboard, I might do it and just hand it to him and say, here, let me walk you through how I did this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I use that as more of a coaching moment versus, you know, anything else. <laughs> but, you know, again, it it becomes, you know, you're taking on their work. And so you yes. have to be careful with that about taking on someone else's work. Right. So, you know, as a supervisor, I'm getting back to the supervisor thing. It's like, you know... Um, I, you know, sometimes people lose friendships and, and that's hard when you yes. step into that supervisory role. I don't think it has to be, but you know, for me as a, uh, as a manager, mm-hmm. I typically let people know, I, I kid you not, when I say I'm guarded, I'm very guarded. Like, um, when I'm coming into organizations, I'll let people know that, you know, because sometimes people want to rub up to HR and like, okay, I got HR in my pocket. No, sweetie, you don't have right. me in your pocket. 
But what I do tell them is that um, I'll say, look, I like you. I don't mind hanging out with you. We have fun conversations, good laughs. But let me let you know, I am here to do a job and I will do my job. Please don't put me in a situation where I have to do my job because when it comes to you or my job, I'm going to do my job. This is my livelihood. This is how I take care of myself and my kids. So I will not put that in jeopardy for you. That Mm. is my spiel that I give (laughs) them all. Anybody will tell you that that's what I tell them. Cause I'm, I, you know, that's my livelihood. You know, you have to think of it that way. Are right. you willing to risk your livelihood for a friendship? And on, honestly, or how about this? Uh, a friend that is asking you to risk your livelihood. And my mm. answer is no. Yeah. Now, is that still a friend if they put you in a predicament like that? Because, and even saying something like that to them, to me, it would it would be it wouldn't even be it wouldn't need to be said, I guess. Like if we're f- truly friends, then you would not put me in a position that would um have me to go there. But you know, some like do. yeah. And that's why I'm like, are they are they truly friends then? Or, well, that's why I stop it in the beginning. So we don't yeah. even have to, we don't even have to go to that point. It's like, I don't, right. I'm just letting you know from the start, if you ever ask. And honestly, mm-hmm. I've had situations where mm. people, I've, I've told them ahead of time and they've done it anyway. And I've, you know, Hey, I, you know, I'm sorry. I told you I, ha- I have to do my job. I got to do my job, you know? Right. And I had one girl, she ended up losing her job, um, you know, in this one situation. And honestly, she came back a couple months later, she called me and she's like, you know, can we go to lunch? And I did. And she's like, you know what? I really should have listened to you. You know, wow. I, I don't know why I did. I did what I did. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. I felt good because again, I established that rapport in the beginning. Um, That's right. I didn't, you know, release her in a negative way. You know, I just kind of, honestly, I helped her calm down because it was not a, um, she was, you know, shocked or caught off guard. And I had to help her through that day. Like, okay, um, it's happening regardless. Um, it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, just to, for have, for her to come back to me a couple months later and say, Hey, you were right. And you know, I don't know why I did that. That made me feel good because, Mm. You know, I, I, I did. I mean, she recognized, she acknowledged that, you know, I told her ahead of time. Right. And I've had that happen more than once. That was the one person that actually came back. There was other people that, you know, they still were mad because of course, no matter what, they're losing their job, but it is what it is. But I feel like I tell people up front and, you know, here's the thing. I let them know if you ever need to know how to have a conversation with someone, I'm here for you. If, you know, if you're having a, you know, um, you know, a disagreement with someone in the workplace, I will be that person for you, but I am not going to jeopardize my job for you. You know, if exactly. you go off and do crazy stuff and then come running into me, you know, saying, how can I fix it? I'm like, well, what you do? <laughs> I'm like, you said what? Oh, okay. right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to help that part, but here's what I can help you with. Now, that's one right. thing people will tell me, that I come to you because I know you will be fair. You will be open. So that's what I do. But I, I can't 
I can't help you. <laughs> You're going left. <laughs> and so I just can't do it. I can't do it. But again, I established that rapport at the front. I will help you where I can, but you know, don't come in here asking me to do something that's going to jeopardize my job because it ain't going to happen. That's right. No, well, they come to you because you that chick, you know? <laughs> That's right. Listen here. I, I can kill him with kindness. I'd be, like, okay, I'd be like, here, this is how you say this. <laughs> like, now you put it in your own words. Wait a minute. No, it's like, I'll say, you put it in your own words. And if anybody ever comes and asks me, did I tell you to say this? I'm going to deny it. <laughs> deny, deny, and deny. I do. I was like, yes. now, look, you ain't heard it from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Benita. I tell him that. No, I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't do anything to get myself in jeopardy. But right, so they they will know. Like, hey, you know, don't don't go out and say Katrinka told me to say this. Yes. Oh my goodness! Switching gears a little bit with your workplace friends. When did you or how did you decide when to like? become Facebook friends or follow each other on Instagram? Uh, I don't. If I'm working with you, you're not on my uh, social media. That's plain. Wow. Yeah. Mm -mm, Okay. I don't. don't. And it's so funny because sometimes like, like the one friend I told you, we, we were cutting up. We literally cut up everything in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Well, we went on social media. So when I, when I left, when I was leaving, she said, Uh um, she said, can I send you a Facebook request now? <laughs> I <laughs> love it. I said, yeah, you can send She me. knew the deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was funny. It was like, oh my gosh. I did that was the last thing I would think she would ask me before I left. That is hilarious. <laughs> and I kind of had that rule too, but that rule went out the window after a while. Cause I'm just like, if I'm leery and I'm just like, uh, I'm not sure then I'll add you in a special way where you are restricted. Like, restricted, yeah, we're yeah. friends, but you can't see a lot of things that I post. I'm not going to make you privy to everything. But, you know, once I leave and like for a manager, a manager requested to follow me on Instagram after I left the job. And I was just like, okay, yeah, cool. But on Facebook, I was like, ooh, I did put that one post up that kind of referred back to the manager. So, yeah, we can't be Facebook friends. But Instagram friends, absolutely, yeah. We can be friends all day. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, yeah no, I, I just don't um, I do not do it. I don't, uh, you know, honestly, I don't like people to take things out of context. People yes, get, you know, upset about stuff. Um and you know, honestly, I, I'll tell you the truth. I did break that rule. I, I broke that rule one time mm-hmm. um, in in recent years, and I regretted it because um, it's not mm. that, that they wouldn't have said anything I said because you know it wasn't that. It was that person. It became uh, uh, the person was having issues in the workplace, and then I'm at a point where, you know, from an HR standpoint, I'm concerned about counseling the person because they on my you know on my social media you know what I mean yes uh I you know that's you know I felt like dang you know you broke your one rule and the time you broke it that's exactly what happened that's what you get for breaking your rule (laughs) so will you never break that rule again ever in life in the future I won't I won't do it again not at all yeah, but it's so funny because jealousy. after I leave, I mean, I have tons of people that I used to work with that are on my Facebook page. <laughs> okay. So, um, 
I don't know. Anything else regarding uh, friendship is in the workplace? I recommend it. You know, it's always great to to make friends and have friendships that are workplace based. You know, like we said, that's where you spend most of your time anyway. Yeah, it could be beneficial in the run, say in the long run, if that person leaves at some point in time and you're looking for a change, they can recommend you for, you know, a position at their new spot and then boom, your workplace buddies again. Yeah, you just yeah. never know. Your paths may cross again at some point in time. Just yeah. never know. Definitely building that network. But yeah, I definitely agree with it. Like you said, you spend more hours there than you do anywhere um, in your life. And uh, yes. I mean, honestly, when you're that close to people every day for um, a long time, um, you're definitely going to build some type of, of bond. Uh, and like I said, they can help you get through some rough days. Um, oh, yes. Work. They give you something to look forward to. Um, sometimes there's commonalities. And, you know, sometimes your kids are at the same place in life. They can give you advice on how to deal with, you know, either a manager or how to deal with, you know, your kids' school. <laughs> they can, yes. They, I mean, you, there's so much you can learn from um, people anyway. And, you know, again, you know, we go to work because we, we have to make a living, right? But yes. it doesn't mean that we can't enjoy the time that we're there. You know, there's a there's enough that we have to deal with without um, not having, you know, some type of camaraderie while you're in the workplace. I agree. And I would say there have been a couple of workplace friends I've made where we didn't have anything in common. And that was our connection or our bond. It was like, okay, I'm learning from you things that I didn't particularly something, and then you're learning from me as well. And so that was our connection. Well, great. Well, I think that concludes this episode of Four Sisters by Sisters. And um, as always, feel free to follow us on social media, uh, make comments, uh, talk to us about your workplace friendships. Tell us about your favorite workplace friendship or those that were of challenge and what you, how you handle that. Yeah, we would definitely love to hear from you. And as always, it's always been an awesome conversation with you. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Always a joy. So find us on um, our social media, which is uh, on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, both are four sisters by sisters. Um, follow us, share uh, our post, uh, share, yes, please. Um, yeah, share, share the information that we're having, share our podcast link. And um, yeah, we'll see you over on the internet. Yes. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys. <laughs>